Tugi Alipakoth. My name's Tim. I'm sitting here with Brad. We are two guys talking Star Wars. Hey there, everybody. It's great to have you back. We really appreciate the feedback that we've received uh, these last couple of weeks. It's been it's been really exciting. Um, we do want to tell you that today is Friday, September nineteenth, two thousand eight. And uh, once you get done listening to the podcast, you can download or take a look at our blog. That blog site is Star Wars origin of web intelligence.com again star wars dot origin of web intelligence.com heck maybe that's where you found this podcast and where are we broadcasting from today brad we are in dex's diner on the surface of coruscant all right the surface or one of the top layers <laughs> i think i've read somewhere think... that, that there the bottom nine <laughs> layers of coruscant haven't seen light in thousands of years I don't know, but this conversation is giving me gas. Okay. <laughs> Quick reference to our last location. All right. Not the helium <laughs> kinds. Okay, let's see. So, um, shall we just launch straight in today, Brad? Yes, sir. I think we should. Um, uh, so, I was doing some yard work for my sister, helping her landscape this week. And, you know, it, it occurred to me while I was pulling some weeds that uh, that Palpatine was one lucky son of a you-know-what. How much of what he was was luck, and how much of it was was uh, manipulation through the Force? I would say to you that typically or traditionally, I have thought of Palpatine as being uh, a manipulator, uh, uh, the likes of which has never been seen in the galaxy. Okay, but you got to admit, for example, or I think you have to admit. I'm interested to hear what you have to say. When they were on the Invisible Hand above Coruscant, okay? He had been kidnapped by Grievous, and now the Jedi, quote, rescued him, end quote. And they're about to crash and burn on Coruscant, uh, and they got down safely. you got to admit, he was once lucky, you know, yeah, so I, you know what. I mean, that was just one example of where, it, obviously, the whole time he was in that ship and they were crashing towards the planet, he didn't really ever look completely uh, uncomposed. It didn't look like a man who, who was thinking to himself, oh my gosh, right. how in the heck are we going to survive this one? And I think a lot of it was his faith in Skywalker. I think that he'd seen... I think a lot of it comes with being a Dark Lord of Sith and having seen the future. You know, okay, I'm Ooh, not going to crash in this that. thing. I, there's no way I'm going to survive this. Whatever happens, I'm going to survive this. Because he's seen so much into the future. Mm. Now, Anakin and Obi-Wan were pretty well composed too, all said and done. I don't know why they weren't panicked because I don't think they had the ability to foresee the way that this guy did. I mean, I, the only reference we ever see to visions for either one of them is when uh, Anakin uh, sees uh, Padme in distress during childbirth. So I really think that it was probably because uh, he knew that he was going to survive it one way or another. Well, you say, I, I just want to check you. You say panic, and I, you know. It's very easy, I'm finding in these podcasts, to, to devolve into semantics uh, or quarrels over semantics. But 
panic, I don't think, is really a word that would even apply to the three of them. Because, if anything, Jedi control their emotions. So, they, who knows, uh, they might have been in a place where, prior to their training, they'd wet themselves. And maybe they did think that they were going to die. But they weren't going to evince that by their you know by the emotions that they show so i think the real question is is did they have vision did did the two uh jedi have visions of what was going to have happen following the um rescue attempt and then um with regards to palpatine i would throw this out there to you i was wondering this even if he did see the future which uh i will tell you i didn't think about as i was pulling the weeds if he did see the future tim what did Yoda say to Luke on um, on uh, Dagobah? Dagobah? Yeah, what did he say to Luke on Dagobah about the visions Luke was having of his friends going through torture and pain? I think all he said, I, did, I, don't, I don't think he actually said uh, that that vision may not come to pass. I think all he said was they are not... Or, or if you go to try and rescue them, they may die in vain because of your attempted rescue. So the point I'm getting at is, even if Pal- Palpatine did see the future, was there, um, you know, did that really speak to the truth of the future? So the question is, well, there are, two are the parts that you're seeing, are the future, is the future that you're seeing, if you are tied into the forces as tightly as these guys are, are you seeing... An uh, absolute must come to pass, or are you seeing one of the possible futures? You know, harkening back to Charles Dickens writing about possible futures when you're meeting with the ghost of Christmas future, you know, must these things come to pass, spirit? You know, can I influence these events? So, yeah, uh, okay, obviously, but I, I tend to think that the fact that he saw that vision and that he'd orchestrated things to come to the point that they were, he was very confident. He was also extremely confident in Anakin Skywalker's abilities. He knew him to be an excellent pilot. He'd started following his career once it became obvious that Anakin was, as a 10-year-old kid, able to pilot a ship onto a trade federation, knock mm-hmm. out the comp center, mm-hmm. knock out the whole ship, survive through all that ordeal. I mean, it was. I mean, and the Jedi then became interested in him. He became interested in him at the same time. He obviously had a lot of uh, confidence in his power, so much so that he was already grooming him uh, from a distance to become his, his future apprentice. Yeah, so, I yeah. think you paint a really, a really good, convincing picture there. I think you're right. That so, at least to some degree, he had. See, my my original ponderings were predicated on what you know I experienced, which is complete uncertainty about the future, especially on far fetched plans that I hatch, which we could say the whole invisible hand ex- escapade was. So I think you you paint a really good picture. Um, I think it still comes down to he is not, he cannot be sure, can he? So he, he didn't get lucky. No, I mean, and that's obvious, too, because uh, one of the things that he didn't foresee or that he did not think would come to pass was the fact that against all odds, Amidala went back and rescued her palace back from Newt Gunray, actually captured him, turned the tables on him with a gun-gun army as a distraction. Uh, he did not foresee that. As a matter of fact, it was a, it was a downfall. He also did not foresee that Obi-Wan Kenobi would finish off Darth Maul. He did not expect that. He knew that Darth Maul was was fodder in the long run, but he did not foresee Obi-Wan being the downfall of Darth Maul. He actually thought Darth Maul was was capable of taking out most of the competent Jedi. 
and um, for Obi Wan to have to have emerged as the the victor in that or the stronger of the two with the Force, I think was a surprise. It was a setback, but it was not a major setback because he already had what he wanted from the whole fiasco on Naboo, and that was he had started the, the motion of the downfall of Valorum and, and putting himself into a place of power. So really, even though he no longer you know controlled that aspect of that ordeal, it, he had already accomplished what he wanted with it. And he did make multiple statements over time about well, that doesn't mat- much matter. I've got other cogs moving, you know, to that effect. He, right. he made statements. Uh, the other thing in my uh, little long-winded soliloquy a second ago was it was the reference to. I, I don't think we can judge whether or not he was in control by his demeanor because he was. He he goes his his ability to control his demeanor in anything he might be emoting. Uh, was like something that goes beyond Star Wars. Uh, that is just the archetypical example, uh, because hell, the um, the Star Wars Jedi didn't know what he was or you know right. what he was, he was thinking. So able to very clearly well conceal himself from the sight Correct. of even Yoda. Correct. I, I'm just constantly amazed. I mean, let's go back to this. How is it? How I mean, how powerful did he have to be that he could hide his true nature and 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 intent from the Jedi and be in their presence all the time? I mean, to be walking around with Master Yoda, if I'm a Dark Lord of the Sith, I'm thinking to myself, okay, what does he suspect? What does he suspect? You know, is he picking up on me? I'm, uh, you know, and and how much was he able to see of their plans? How much could he read into them? How could he possibly be that much more powerful than even you know Yoda? I just, I'm constantly freaked out. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, that is something that's been used over a bunch, at least in my presence, um, that, you know, I don't think you're the only one who's fascinated by that, and I am too. I mean, it's one of those subtleties that, I admit it, when I first watched uh, Phantom Menace, I did not, I'm sorry, when I first watched, um, yeah, I mean, Phantom Menace, when I watched... um, Oh, what's the second movie? Oh, dude, Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Attack of the Come Clones. On, man. It's episode late. Two. Let's just call it episode two. By the way, we we haven't stated it's ten thirty p.m. We've had long days, but um, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about the fact that here is the most evilistical person ever walking amongst the Jedi. Un, un, Undiscovered, so yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of flaws in the way that 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 story was told. I mean, it's a great story, but I just ugh, I just it just to me just anyway. Great time for a segue here. I, I want to throw out there to you that in this is part and parcel of that is, you know, one thing that kind of has gotten to me. Uh, let's say that I've I've you know it chaps me a little bit is that Count Dooku was able to hold his own against Yoda. And when they were battling mano on mano or one on one, and I think what we were just talking about about um, Palpatine about Sidious being able to cloak himself amongst the Jedi, including Yoda, shows I think that's evidence of why, at least in part, why Yoda wasn't able to defeat him because he was so well matched against Yoda, and and we could say that Yoda might have even been overmatched. So that's a segue into. Do you think that Dooku and Yoda fought to a draw? 
Or do you think uh, Dooku fled because Yoda, in essence, defeated him? I think Dooku fled because he knew he wasn't going to come out on top. Whether you want to call that a draw or whatever, I think he probably felt himself waning. And I think he pulled his little uh, nasty, let's drop the ceiling onto these two Jedi and distract Yoda long enough for me to get away. I think that... Let me stop you, though. Let me take you back a a step. Why? Uh, So he felt himself waning... But what did we see evidence? We, did, you know, there was no evidence of him waning. There was no evidence of Yoda waning either. And I think that, that you know, when you go into a battle, and I mean, the only the only explanation for retreat, if you don't feel you're superior, is that either either it's going to come out to a draw, and then you and in the fatigue you'll stand a chance of losing, or you know that you've been bested. It's just a matter of time before he breaks through. I think there's another one. What's that? That he had to get back to Palpatine to communicate the goings-on. So he felt uh, uh, an allegiance to that purpose. What about Yoda? Yoda had no reason to flee. He had nothing else to do. In fact, he had every reason to continue to fight. Dooku had other greater purposes. Who cares if he defeated Yoda? But I think the evidence that we see at the time... I'm saying from his standpoint, what does it matter if he defeats Yoda other than they take out a you know a splinter in their side but I think going back and reporting to your master that you just finished off Yoda is a major feather in your cap and I think that these Sith had no problem with uh, with pride and hubris and that that would be one thing that he would have sought if Tim, he, do you if think there's a higher do you think there was a higher purpose there than defeating Yoda absolutely letting him know the state of the uh, separatists at least on that particular planet and and regrouping for the future was was so much more important than finishing off Yoda or your buddy Mace or whatever. So did Dooku not realize that Sidious, Sidious had already foreseen this? I mean, because Sidious had already foreseen all these events that were going to come to pass. He had, he's already. I, I, I question you on that. Uh, Plus, what are we talking about? He was carrying the plans of the Death Star at that time. Did he really? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, what are we? What are we talking about? The separatists handed one of the. I believe it was a. Um, I, I believe it was you know. All right, you've convinced one me. of the leaders of the separatists that handed to. Handed right, right, to right. Him. You're right. So you've convinced me. He he left there not so much so because he was defeated. Okay, but but more specifically, I'm sorry. He did Go leave ahead. there because he was he actually had things he had to accomplish. So that's why he resorted to let's distract Yoda so I can get the heck out of here. Do we see any evidence that one of them would have beat the other? I guess is a better way. Well, to ask no, question. but in my heart of hearts, of of course, we wanted Yoda to win. Absolutely, we wanted Yoda to win. And I mean, yeah. as as the viewer, I think George was going to give that to us if if he had, if it was allowed to play out to that end. Yeah. Okay, but. I, you know, and then I would take it to the next step. I think the Emperor was in his was in his realm as he was fighting Yoda. So I question whether Yoda would have been able to defeat the Emperor, and that really turns my stomach to think. You think that Yoda would have been bested by Dooku had it continued? No, I'm, I've moved on to the Emperor Sidious. Oh, I think Sidious was was laughing. Oh, are you talking about was, in, the, in the Senate? Yes, in the Senate in the chambers. Chamber. Okay. He was he was laughing. Now he was a loon. Okay, so he had no perspective, perhaps, on you know his own demise. Maybe he didn't care because of his clones at that yeah. point. But he was controlling that battle. He was on the offensive. Yoda was on the defensive. Yoda had a couple of great returns for him. 
but from the the moment he walked in, Yoda, at best, was was equal to Palpatine. I think. Yeah, I think it's probably probably safe to say that um, it seemed to me that Palpatine had the upper hand the majority of the time. I really I'll, wanted I'll Yoda to that. kick both of their butts. Yeah. Well, as, as attached as I am to Yoda, and as wise as Yoda is, I mean, he's not listed, based on what we've seen, as the most powerful Jedi of all time, is he? Uh, there are there are some sites um, that I have read where he is up in the top five. Okay. I really want to know. That's one of the other things that, that in all my readings today, I really want to find out who George sanctions, George Lucas, that is, sanctions as his official timeline, official storyline. I even pointed a site out to you today, Star Wars Timeline, really extensively covered by this guy uh, at StarWarsFanWorks.com slash timeline. It is a... Um, it, it's a, he's got a very comprehensive uh, PDF file that you can download, 1,300 pages long, where he literally goes from 75 billion years before the Battle at Yavin to, you know, billions of years into the future. And he, he covers the Star Wars timeline. But uh, I really want to know, you know, does George look at that and sanction that? Has this guy done something? I don't think he does. But what does George go to? when he's looking for um, timelines and for consistency and congruities and making sure that he's, you know, sanctioning the appropriate uh, novelist to write the novels. Is and look George a f- yeah, here's, here's a question. Is George a fan of the story? The extended universe story? Or uh, which story? Of, of, of both. Is George a fan of the st- a story? Is he a fan of, or, or is he simply a fan of the concepts in the allegory itself? You know, I'm curious. We can't answer that here, so that's kind of rhetorical. But what I would throw out there to you is, I think George doesn't, you know, George wouldn't even bother to think about some of these um, things. For example, he wouldn't consider that timeline of seven, of 80 billion years. You know, that's that's my initial thought. So where did this guy get this information from? Uh, it's the internet. Hey, hey, um... I think this is a great time to throw in this disclaimer. We we did introduce in an early blog entry a bit of a disclaimer about what we're doing and why we're doing it. But I think it's also important to to note that any websites we reference and whatnot, we don't necessarily defend their... Authority. Defend their valor, their authority, and or their cleanliness. We... We presume that our our podcast is clean enough for our own children to listen to, but uh, with regards to references, hell no, yeah. hell no. <laughs> okay, so um, I do also want to note in in a quick reference to the fact that we've gotten such tremendous response. Most of it's been verbally, and also uh, we have through. Um, when you people, say tremendous response, is that a euphemism for making fun of? <laughs> correct, correct, okay. correct. Go on. Yeah, I am including that, but uh, but. You know what I mean. I mean, we have literally been bombarded over the last couple of weeks with responses from all over the places, from uh, corners that we didn't know still existed. So we really appreciate all the positive response. And um, pretty soon we're looking at getting a couple of other ways for you to contact us, including a mail site, possibly, possibly a voicemail. Uh, a place where you can either through Skype or whatever means leave us a voicemail. But uh, also want to thank folks like Ed and um, Jethro. 
Jethro? Are we Jerry Jethro? Jethro. Okay. Uh, that were uh, great feedback. Great f- feedback, including Ed's uh, comments on or um, uh, terrorism and how he viewed the attack on Alderaan. I, th- I think I want to claim this one as a victory for me because I think he more closely allied himself with me in that he didn't believe that the attack on Alderaan was, was of the religious zealousness or the, um, or the uh, you know, the uh, intended to strike nationalistic fear into people's hearts, if I'm, if I'm paraphrasing it right. So thanks a bunch, everybody. Yeah, I think we're going to have to read that comment again and figure out. I, you're probably right. He probably did align himself more with your viewpoint on that. But uh, at the end of the day, <laughs> at the a little end of the begrudging. Day, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to give it up until I read into his, uh, into his uh, discourse. He's very, uh, very uh, well versed, very well written. But uh, check it out. It's in the comment sections of the blog, folks. And Ed, sorry, I posted your comment as is. Your uh, voicemails on there. Contact me back again. If, uh, I mean, your email if you want me to pull it off of there. Um, what else do we need to do? Um, we don't. We don't. I think that's it. Again, once again, I just want to leave with the, the parting shot that thank you for all the great feedback from all from all avenues, from all channels. Everybody, yep. keep Thanks, listening. Mom. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Thanks, honey. Yeah, we're number one. <laughs> all right, you guys. Have a great week. Until we talk to you soon. May the force be with you. May the force be with you.